Amy, 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. This is the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Hi, Gary. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. So today you want to talk about the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and creation. That's correct. The position, the official position of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, as expressed in synodical conventions on more than one occasion, you know, that, that question arises from time to time. What does your church believe about this? And so it's helpful sometimes to remind our listeners of the fact that the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, a confessional Lutheran church, has uh, repeatedly addressed issues that are controversial in the society around us, including the creation versus evolution debate. And going back to 1932, uh, the Synod uh, adopted a brief statement uh, of the theological position of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, a brief statement of the doctrinal position of the Missouri Synod. And that brief statement has been adopted multiple times at multiple conventions, so they've uh, reiterated their support for the position of the Missouri Synod on a number of important topics. Now, creation isn't the only topic addressed in that document. It talks about the Holy Scriptures, God, creation, man and sin, redemption, faith in Christ, conversion, justification, good works, the means of grace, the church, public ministry, church and state, the election of grace, Sunday, millennium, Antichrist, open questions, and things of that nature. So there's a lot in that little booklet, uh, each addressed in a very short, uh, concise way. But it, 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 it's noteworthy that our church body has, through the years, uh, stuck with what we said back there in 1932 and repeatedly said, that's what we believe, teach, and confess. And then as recently as 2019, uh, that was a convention down in Tampa, Florida, I was a delegate to that convention, and I was thankful that we did pass a resolution there that says uh, that we will confess the biblical six-day creation, encourage pastoral conferences to study our synod statements on creation, and help congregations uh, concertedly address issues related to the intersections of faith and science. So uh, you can find that document at lcms.org, and then you can type in 2019 uh, Proceed meetings of the 2019 convention, and you can find that there. Let me just read some of the parts of there to highlight. We have repeatedly said that we do believe that God created the world, um, the heaven and the earth, in the manner and in the space of time recorded in Holy Scriptures, especially Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2, namely, that by His almighty creative word, and in six days, God created the heavens and the earth. We reject every doctrine which denies or limits the work of creation as taught in Scripture. In our days, it is denied or limited by those who assert ostensibly in deference to science uh, that the world came into existence through a process of evolution, that is, that it has in immense periods of time developed more or less of itself. Since no man was present when it pleased God to create the world, we must look to a reliable account of creation to God's own record found in God's own book, the Bible. We accept God's own record with full confidence. I confess with Luther's catechism, I believe that God has made me and all creatures. 
And that's a significant statement, however brief, and that is from the brief statement of uh, the doctrinal position of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, which we have affirmed numerous times. Well, what we did in this most recent convention was uh, clarify, in case there was a doubt in anybody's mind, that, uh, that God created the world in six natural days. We confess that the duration of those natural days is proclaimed in God's Word. For example, Genesis 1-5, there was evening and there was morning the first day. We also repeat what we've said before, that the creation of the first man, Adam, was made in the image of God, and it was an historical event, and death came into the world as a consequence of Adam's sin. And we've repeatedly uh, taught that. We've repeatedly emphasized that we're not going to compromise on this. Clear back in the um, 1973 convention, uh, the convention adopted a statement of scriptural and confessional principles, and a number of controversial items were addressed there. Again, creation, the fall into sin, the fact that Adam and Eve were real historical human beings, the first two people in the world, that their fall was a historical occurrence which brought sin into the world. So that since the fall of Adam, all men who are propagated according to the na- to nature are born in sin. We confess that man's fall necessitated the gracious redemptive work of Jesus Christ, and that fallen man's only hope for salvation from sin lies in Jesus Christ, his Redeemer and Lord. And so we reject all worldviews, philosophical theories, and exegetical interpretations that pervert these biblical teachings and thus obscure the gospel. We reject the notion that man did not come into being through the direct creative action of God, but through a process of evolution from lower forms of life, which in turn developed from matter that is either eternal or autonomous or self-generating. We reject the opinion that the image of God in which Adam and Eve were created did not consist of concreated righteousness, that is, a perfect relationship to God. We reject the notion that Adam and Eve were not real historical persons and that their fall was not a real historical event which brought sin and death into the world. We reject the opinion that original sin does not deprive all men of their spiritual powers and make it impossible for them to be in the right relationship with God apart from faith in Jesus Christ. And so, once again, uh, that also resolved that pastors should be encouraged to study and discuss in their pastor conferences and in their churches uh, these documents that have come out in our uh, synod over the years, that they study and restudy and proclaim what is taught in God's Word, beginning from the first chapter of Genesis to the end of the book of Revelation, and in all of these things to be faithful in saying exactly what God says in terms of our creation, our fall into sin, and the the fact that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is both our Creator and our Redeemer, who really did enter into this world as the second Adam. He obeyed perfectly God's will and then offered up his perfect life as a perfect sacrifice on Calvary's cross that we might be saved by grace through faith in Jesus, who loved us and gave himself for us. Now, it's, it's, it's good to know that the Lutheran Church Missouri Senate has an official statement that uh, came out of the conventions of the variety of conv- the various conventions that y- you mentioned there. Uh, because I, uh, as part of my job, I'll tune in to other Christian radio stations from time to time just to see what they're doing. And I actually came across uh, a priest uh, on the radio doing a radio program, Catholic priest, and he talked about millions and millions of years in his conversation. And I was surprised to hear that from a Catholic priest. 
you shouldn't be surprised because even the popes have caved in on this. And so you can hear pronouncements from various popes going back a number of years that uh, they have uh, gone with the secular idea of uh, evolution and millions and billions of years. Now, of course, they would add God into the mix there. So right. it would be sort of a, a theistic evolution or progressive creation way of looking at it. But rather than sticking with what the Bible says and letting that be determinative of their stance, they have very much compromised. So, but again, the Roman Catholic Church has never been sola scriptura, right. the, the Bible alone. Whereas, you know, we as Lutherans have said the Bible alone is the source of all that we believe, teach, and confess. And so to be faithful uh, to that, it's important that we not compromise. And, uh, and uh, again, because God's Word is true. That, that's, that's the whole point. God's Word is true, and man's ideas are constantly changing and are certainly not the solid basis for what we should teach and confess because that's not where you find truth. You find truth from God, who is both our creator and our redeemer and the one who is the author of Holy Scripture. Yeah, and, and I don't want to just pick on the Catholics. I've heard other uh, religious talk show hosts do the same thing. And I'm so glad that the Lutheran talk show hosts that I, I hear and the ones that I know stick to that official statement and believe uh, in that uh, six-day creation. My point is, you know, there's a, a lot of people just going with the sciences and not really following the scripture. So it's, it's again, as you said, sola scriptura. Uh, it's another thing that is great about this denomination, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate, that it's scripture alone. And that scripture defines scripture, basically. Absolutely. And, you know, we're not anti-science at all. I guess we want to make make sure that people understand that when science is rightly done, you know, we're using our reason and our senses that our Creator has given us and sanctified, of course, as we're brought to faith in Jesus our Lord. And when we're rightly doing science, it's not going to disagree with God's Word, the Bible. Uh, and sometimes people... Uh, use the term science when we're, they're referring to evolution. Science, uh, evolution is not really scientific. It, it, it is not supported by scientific evidence, observational evidence, and the scriptures really do stand up to that scrutiny, even by scientists. And so uh, I, I think that's something we want to emphasize. And in these documents that have come out by Synod, they encourage our people who um, may have their calling in the scientific fields to be faithful to scripture, but also to be faithful in their use of their reason and in the scientific disciplines, and again, to help people realize that there will not ultimately be a conflict between uh, faith and reason when reason is taken captive to the Word of God and when we do not falsify the evidence and go down wrong paths that way. When we're truthfully looking at the world God created, you know, we will ultimately find that the evidence in the world will be in harmony with the evidence in God's Word, the Bible, and ultimately the source of our truth is God's Word, the Bible. So we're not going to reinterpret the Bible because uh, tomorrow somebody comes up with a, a new scientific idea that supposedly turns everything upside down. You know, we know God's Word is true, and so we're going to uh, use our reason as it's sanctified by the Holy Spirit as we search the Scriptures and as we search the world around us. Thanks for the conversation today, Pastor Worth. Would you like to lead us in a prayer? I would be happy to do so. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us to be faithful to your word. As we study your word, give us your Holy Spirit that we may understand it aright, and that we may certainly recognize that you are our creator, that you are our redeemer, 
and that you tell us the truth about how we were created, how we fell into sin, and how you redeemed us by sending Jesus, who died and rose again for our salvation. Work in our hearts repentance and faith that we may trust in you and receive the gift of eternal life as you promised through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And again, thank you, and I look forward to talking to you in about a week. Very good. God be with you. We are listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.